Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Well, in the second reading today, the letter to the Hebrews, which is probably best translated as the letter to the Christian Hebrews, because he's writing to a Christian community that's Jewish. In this 11th chapter, we really get the Hall of Fame. You know, maybe you've been to Cooperstown, to the Baseball Hall of Fame, or maybe to the uh, Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Well, in Hebrews 11, we're invited to the Faith Hall of Fame. And in that chapter, the writer goes on talking about the great examples of faith in the Old Testament. We're going to hear about Abraham and Moses and Enoch and Noah and David, Samuel and Samson, all these great examples of faith from the Old Testament. Well, today's reading centers on Abraham. Now, we take Abraham, I think, a little bit for granted because we know the story. We even know how it turns out. It's a lot easier to hear a story when you're, when you're already on this end of it. But imagine Abraham. He's on a journey. God makes these amazing promises to him. He is an old man. His wife is an older woman. They never were blessed with a child. Now they're way past those years. And here's God calling Abraham to go on a journey. He doesn't even know where they're going. God tells him he's going to send him and make a special place just for him and his descendants. What could Abraham be thinking when they went outside and looked up at the stars and God's talking to him? You see the stars? Back then, you know, without the uh, ambient light that we have, it must have like sparkled. You can't count them. Can you count them? Your descendants are going to be more than that. What must Abraham have been thinking? But he's listening. He keeps trusting even when it seems to make no sense. They go out on the beach, same thing happens. Can you count these grains of sand? Your descendants are gonna be more than that. Now we know the story happens. The three angels came to Abraham and Sarah. They gave him a beautiful dinner. And at the end of that dinner, the angel says, next year when we come, you're gonna have a child. Sarah laughs, Abraham laughs. These guys, these guys must be crazy. And yet there it happens. It's a great example of faith. So Abraham is waiting. All these three readings talk about waiting. I was thinking about this for myself. You remember, um, well, some of you might remember if you're old enough. When I was a kid, I wanted to get a green hornet ring. I would love green hornet from the comic books. And it, went, it looked beautiful in the little picture. So you had to fill out a thing, a little form, you had to put your check in. You had to put that in an envelope. And there was a little thing that was always there. Allow six to eight weeks for delivery. We knew this was normal. Can you imagine waiting six to eight weeks today? You can call up Amazon. And they're telling you now, I'm going to get it to you in four hours. We were used to waiting more in the old days. I know people, I'm like it too. I do not like to wait in lines. Do you like to wait in lines? No. But we have to do that sometimes. Well, here in the Old Testament, 
and in our lives, there are things we have to wait for. And especially when we're in our relationship with God, God is not instantaneous. Relationships take time to build. You have to learn things. Remember the, um, remember the movie Karate Kid? He wants to learn how to do karate. And his, his master has him out there waxing cars. He said, what the heck does this have to do with learning karate? He had to do that because he has to learn those movements before he can teach him the art of karate. That's how life is. For the best things, it takes time. We have to wait. All three of these readings talk about the waiting. But we're not just waiting sitting still like we're sitting in a doctor's office. The waiting that we're talking about here in the scriptures and in our lives, we're moving while we're waiting. Things are happening while we're waiting. It's not a static waiting. The Old Testament, that first reading, the people waited to be saved from their slavery. What did they do in the meantime? They listened to God in their lives and they stayed the path. It wasn't static waiting. In the New Testament, Jesus is giving us tips, warnings about what can happen if we don't stay on the road as we're waiting. So he says, you know, God has given you the life. I remember one time years ago, right after the 11 o'clock mass, we had baptisms. And this mom and a three and a half year old were coming into church to the next mass. And they saw families all dressed up, suits, great dresses. This little three and a half year old saw the babies with the white garments, you know, dressed in white. Some of them wearing the old traditional ones that were like a gown. She leans into her mom and says this, she's whispering, there's gonna be a birth in there. And her mom couldn't wait to tell me about it. I said, out of the mouths of babes. That's exactly what's happening. Those babies are being given a new birth, a birth to an eternal life. It's something to think about this. We're not living through this life, hoping to exchange it for an eternal life after we die. You already have eternal life. The most precious thing God could ever give you and Jesus is talking to us about how not to lose it. If I really have eternal life, it should start to explode in my life. The grace should start coming through as I come closer and closer to Christ, more and more good comes out of me. I'm learning to love more and more. I'm learning even how to do the hardest thing for human beings, a divine gift. I'm learning how to forgive. And Jesus talks about that here, about being prepared. What he's really saying is, don't start drifting off. Remember how he said, the gate is wide toward destruction. The gate toward salvation is narrow. So how do I prepare? This is, I'm gonna to have to leave this question with you. I ponder it myself and I have my own way about it. Do you have a way every day in your own way to remember that you have the gift of eternal life. What's your way 
You know, we spend so much time in our world worried about this life. Eternal life is forever. Shouldn't most of our thoughts be going on that? And if I'm really working towards eternal life, I'm doing tons of good in this world. Let me close with this. I love this um, phrase by St. Catherine of Siena, a doctor of the church. It's exactly what we're talking about now. She says this, be who God meant you to be and you will set the world on fire. Be who God meant you to be and you will set the world on fire. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.